As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I can do... We well, are recording, guys. If we can hear the ice, it's a bit distracting. Honestly, has that ice machine been cleaned in the last five years? <laughs> the Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Danny Beard and I'm Cher from Clueless Billy Andrew and this week on a very extra special live episode of the Gossip Gaze we chat double patty fatty we have the tea on Drag Race UK versus the world and we talk racism within the queer community yeah! OMG here we are we've got our first live show of 2022 we have got people who are listening to this didn't get a ticket we are sat on a stage in a smoky venue yeah. looking at the most <laughs> someone's trying the rants ugly people in Manchester no we're looking at the most gorgeous people that really could spare five pound on this Saturday night <laughs> uh, so thank you for coming how are you feeling DJ Billy Andrew I was dead nervous backstage I was actually nearly laying aloud but I'm actually really um, I'm having a really good night I can only see the front row all the rest are like blacked out it's fab just pretend do you know when, when you're nervous they say like just like pretend the audience are naked no I'd feel sick yeah, don't do that tonight <laughs> don't do that tonight because you might farm uh, but can we all just give a round of applause to how gorgeous my co-host looks tonight Honestly, he looks like he's just walked off his big debut show at Butlins. <laughs> Doing his ventriloquist acts. <laughs> AKA fisting. Um, listen, it's the Sorry, cash- Mum. Sorry, my mummy's here, oh, everybody. Shit. Yes, Tracy's in. Give it up for me, Mum. Yes, and my mum is at home, and that goes to show how much mothers have loves for each other. <laughs> each of us. Oh, Holly's on a swingers' side. <laughs> Thank God Holly's not here. She'd be beat root by now. No, she loves being on that swingers' side. Does she? She's she never going to live that down. That's why she got two babies to two different fathers. 
No, she does. Listen, it's not like you would want for trying. Listen, if you could get pregnant, you'd have about 15 kids. 20. Half would be a dog. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we all know where you've been. Uh, but where have you been this week? What have you been doing? So me and you went to... Well, me, you and Joe went to the Eagle. <laughs> For those that know what the Eagle is, that's why you're David Wu, but how would you describe the Eagle to the people who don't know what the it is? The Eagle is... I want to know! I want to know! <laughs> just one poor... I'm going to just guess from the tone in the voice, lesbian, but if you are non-binary... Sorry. If you are non-binary, if you identify any other way, tell your outfit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just one lesbian at the background. I want to know! <laughs> I would say the Eagle is like it's it's a men only bar, which you know, which in is 2022 a bit, is a bit problematic. But we still go because we still want the dick. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the sad state of affairs. But but the problem is that when when there's like when there's like female only bars, yeah. everyone shagged each other in there and they get aggressive, whereas everyone shagged each other in the Eagle and no one gives a shit. Am I wrong? Am I right? <laughs> No, you can't say that. We've got to have the girls to let us know if we're right. You can't say it. That's a terrible uh, stereotype. To be fair, I did think there'd be more sex there. I mean, I was gagging for it. I, I couldn't find it. Maybe I'm you not. We literally did a gig this week in this shithole. Where were we? Canterbury. Cambridge. Coventry. Canterbury. All the Begins C's. with a C and it's Tory full town. of Tories. Tory town. And we did a gig this week and you you actually went to bed on time. I was the one sat there up late night on Grinder, like <laughs> <laughs> you get a nude. <laughs> you get a nude. Do you know what the funny thing was? You were still in your Danny Beard face. I was. <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I had makeup on, I had cheesy chips down the right of my face. I was like, <laughs> there was some guy the only nearest guy to me is his name on Grinder was uh, tell me your taboo. <gasps> no, that thought he's no. fit. If he wants to, me to tell me I'm going to fuck a dog, I'll do it for the first <laughs> <laughs> Listen, with two bottles of vodka in here. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, so what, what have we done? We did this student gig. Actually, it was quite a good gig. We should do more of these Gossip Gays takeovers. We went back to back DJing, didn't we? We did, we did actually. I, for those that don't know what back to back is, it's not like bareback. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I promise. We are friends. We've never been there. We wouldn't go there. I hate when people ask that. It's like the, it's like, would you shag your mum? It's basically the same question. Yeah. It's, <laughs> we basically have a mother daughter relationship, and it, yeah. it, it takes its turn. Sometimes yeah. you're the mum. Sometimes sometimes I'm, I'm mama. <laughs> <laughs> True, true. <laughs> we hate that but um we had a good time we were playing all the hits give me some gasolina yeah um a bit of hips don't lie we hips played don't lie. loads of britney we realized as well while we were djing there was full of kids that were like gen z and so cool and everyone's really in baggy clothes and like where is the gay generation where it's like tighter the fucking jean <laughs> sexier the queen <laughs> you know so all of these kids in big baggy clothes what are you shouting at the back oh right I wish someone pissed <laughs> oh someone stood up me yes you, if you want attention take it say oh. it louder oh do you need us to turn the mics on or was this, was <laughs> it, or was this just a hype 
Is it not loud enough? Thank you for the feedback. Can I give you some? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm joking, sis. I'm joking. We'll turn it up. You paid five hard pounds for this, and you should, you should be able to hear it. Listen, anyway, we had a really good fucking time at this gig, right? And we DJ'd all night long. We got free bottle of vodka, and we were like, we're not going to drink. We're not going to drink, weren't we? Yeah, we've got to drive the next we're day. We're not going to drive drink. the we're next do day. No, 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 no. I was going somewhere for a fitting because, believe it or not, I finally managed to get a bit of money together for a new costume. Thank you, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, we're going we're gonna to behave. Anyway, a bottle of vodka room. We were like, go, love a bottle of vodka. <laughs> we were hanging all the way home. Does anyone get, like, really bad bowels when they've been on it? <laughs> Just a quick show of hands to anyone that honestly, when you when your shit goes, the colour of a beer, you know what I mean. <laughs> all all the way. Look, these are all the truthful people. Yeah, in the room. these are all the liars. Perfect. These are all the liars. Bear shits. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was like because you're from Leeds and it was like bear shits, man, or you meant like bear <laughs> shits. Saint Helens. Give it up for someone in from Saint Helens. Honestly, this is the produce of incest, everybody. <laughs> I'm surprised they can afford a ticket. But um, all the way home, I was farting like a right. Do you know what? Like, as, as we were driving home, we found ourselves playing accidentally Rate My Fart. Because, <laughs> because Danny was farting, they all went home, and I was driving, and I was like, that one weren't as bad as the last one, actually. <laughs> And I was like, oh no, that was the worst one you've done. Why and then I was just... like, why are we why are we inadvertently rating the fast? I was like, next one that comes. <laughs> I want a number out of ten. <laughs> anyway, all it was the way a ten. It, it was, was a ten. ten. There was a couple where we had to evacuate, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but it was good. Yeah, we had to pull over a um, a Burger King. We had to pull over at a Burger King. <laughs> Bearing in mind, our friend who's in tonight, Narcissa Nightshade, it was her birthday this week. And we were on the way to an Indian meal. And we were like, oh, do you know when it's an hour or so away from the meal? And you're like, do I eat now? <laughs> or shall I not eat? And then you, I went into the Burger King and I was like, I'll just get something small because I am on Slimming Well. To be fair, you did phone me and he's like, do you want a burger? And I was like, oh, okay, a small one. I got the double Aberdeen Angus. <laughs> With bacon, new burger guys. Burger yes. alert, burger alert, burger alert. <laughs> burger King have got a new range in with sauce and salad because we all know the Burger King burgers without no sauce and salad taste like shit. Shit. Wasn't it the nicest, juiciest thing we've ever tasted? Crispy onions. Crispy oh, onions. Yeah, crispy onions. Well crispy remembered. onions. What else did it have on? It had barbecue sauce and mayo. But you did get an extra patty on yours. Shut up. <laughs> you did. Yeah, and then I said, I was like, where's my patty? And you were like, oh, I just got an extra patty on mine. It was £1.50, didn't want to give you it. <laughs> That's not the tea. You said you wanted something light and you were watching your calories. So I thought, I'm not going to throw my friend under the bus. I'll get my own self the double patty. And I will be honest, I wouldn't recommend the double patty because the, the patties were fatty. <laughs> just get the standard burger. Just while we're on the subject of burgers, has anyone tried the chicken Big Mac? We've not tried it yet. No. Is, are you not... It's not that good. I have tried the chicken Big Mac without you. Oh! I'm sorry. Is there anyone in the room that would like to take Billy C for the rest of the night? <laughs> right, okay, well, we'll move on from that then. <laughs> 
How was it? Do you know I what? I you choked on it. <laughs> I was going for a sunbed, and do you know what? The queue was massive, and I thought, McDonald's is there. I went, let's go try that chicken Big Mac. <laughs> and it weren't good because it's in Walton. Which? They've got magical sinks. Oh right, that's called a dishwasher, darling. <laughs> we got <laughs> we got <laughs> Helena from Gogglebox on the front row talking about magical sinks. <laughs> poor girl, oh my god, poor girl. She is from Walkton, so give her a chew. It's, it's, it's called um, electricity. You should try and get some. <laughs> talking a Gogglebox though, Helena. How is your mum and dad? They're still there. They've not said a word since 1992. <laughs> <laughs> she said they just talk in post-it notes. Very passive-aggressive, isn't it? Uh, should we move on with the show, everybody? You don't sound like you're that fucking into it. We need this to sound like... Oh, yeah. Right, we're going to try again. I'm going to ask if you're into it, and then you're going to do that. So when you listen back, it sounds like it was just the most magical evening. <laughs> Of your lives, not like you've sat here for an hour waiting with a fucking dusty smoke machine in your lungs, all right? I think it's time to move on with the show. What do you reckon, everybody? The Gossip Gaze. So this next section is uh, Drag Race UK versus The World. Have we all seen it? Do we all like it? Mixed reaction. Mixed We're going to come back there. to the audience in a minute for that reaction. Um, what did you think, though, Bill? I enjoyed the mix of people that are in there. I did enjoy... It was like... I'm trying to think of another show where they've mixed the franchises, like, merged them. It was like having done... a Mackey's that serves, like, a Burger King side for me. <laughs> are you OK with the McDonald's references? <laughs> I'm just trying to make it relatable to the audience, darling. <laughs> It was it was it was an odd mix of people, no? Yeah. But a good mix of people, no? Is there anyone that you would like to have seen that they kind of missed the trick with? Because it was only season one Drag Race UK. Yeah, I, okay. I and think, I feel like Taste was probably too busy modelling. I think I would have loved to seen Bimini Bamboulash. Yeah. yeah. And I do think maybe season two, which apparently they are casting for. Rumour has it. I don't know where I heard that from, but they are. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you're telling the audience like they might have a chance of being on the show. <laughs> Just so you know, everybody. Uh, but yeah, Bimini, I want to see her on there. We want to see, see what she can deliver. We want to see fan favourites. We don't want to see Cheryl Holt rocking up in a Bang London <laughs> spangled bodysuit. I mean, I love Cheryl. Everyone loves Cheryl. Cheryl is good at what Cheryl no. is good at. But if you get the opportunity to turn up and elevate yourself... You better do you better it. Do it. You but better can, do it. Thank you for but, someone in the corner. You better do it, <laughs> Cheryl, if you're listening, because I know you will, because you've got yeah. nothing else to do other than promote curly whirlies. <laughs> right, so, who have we got? We've got Bad Chips, we've got Blue, Cheryl Hole, Janie Jack, Janie Jake. Who's that one? Holland. Yep, yeah. and then we've got Jimbo, Lemon, Pre... Uh, lemon what? We've got Jimbo fans Hold in. on. Pangea, Moha, and Juju. Have you watched the fucking episode? I've just had a tequila. I can't see. <laughs> right, no more tequilas because their list won't get round the rest of the set. All right, thank you. We'll have it. We'll have it later when we're in cruise in cubicle number three. We've got Pangina, Moha, and Juju B. Brilliant, fab cast. Um, what do we think? <laughs> what do we think of the Judge Mel C? I loved her. Iconic. Yeah. 
she was really cool. I feel like she was dead down to earth. She weren't like Spice Girlie. She made loads of like, oh, you'd be like posh. Like, do you know what I mean? Like really good references. I loved her. Uh, without dropping no names, mm-hmm. I've met a few of the Spice Girls in my time. And Melanie oh, C God. is the nicest, most real way. A part baby was nice as well. No. What? She wouldn't meet your friend who's obsessed with her. Luke Green. Yes. So you she were... did say she didn't want anyone in the dressing room, but also she had just finished and her moustache was regrowing. <laughs> right, okay, but she that's did fine. sign a vinyl for them. All right, fab, cool. And she was really down to earth, wanted to chat. And a lot of like celebs don't want to chat. Like when you're on the bill with other like, like not other. What, the police show? The bill. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been on that as well, darling? Yeah, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I was fat corpse number four. <laughs> You just saw my legs sticking out from under a Ford Toyota. Where are you going? we got people leaving here. Was it the Ford Toyota joke? A lot of gingers on the front row. We attract a lot of I ginger people. I love a ginger. Do you big love dicks, ginger? big dicks, big, big knuckles. Big dick energy from a ginger. Yeah. Big dick yeah. energy. Long story short, fucking Melanie C was really down to earth. She is a yeah. down to earth queen. And I think we've seen that on the show. And I loved how she was just so instantly shading Victoria. Yes. What the fuck has gone on in the group chat for her to think, I'm going to fucking slag Victoria on today. <laughs> Sutton's gone down. She's not turned off for Sunday dinner. Sutton has gone down. She has yeah. forgotten to send a fucking Christmas present this year because they never do that. They never do what, sorry? They always stick together. Shit always sticks together. Yes. Oh, right? No, they're not shit, are they? No, we're not talking about fucking Britney. We're talking about... Right, we can say it. She's free now. She's still shit, right? <laughs> we like her, but she's fucking shit. Uh, but she was good. She was good. And then moving on, Maxi Challenge was the talent show. I love it when they do this because it really worms the worms out. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we got Bagger doing much better. Much better. Yeah. Doing Bagger. Yeah. And then we had Jimbo do this mad clown thing. Yes. Did we enjoy that? Yeah. What was it? People just love weird. Like, and I think, I think any queen going into like drag race who takes themselves too seriously never does well. You just need to have fun. And Jimbo just brought out the box fun. I feel sorry for Paul Lemon. Spoiler alert: if you've not watched it, Lemon goes home. Yes. But you know what? I feel like she's got the fan base already. She doesn't need that show. Whereas, like, um, I'm sorry, I need to read her name. (laughs) Shane. I'm being serious. What's she called? Janie Jake. I didn't Janie watch... Janie Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I find it hard to keep up with Drag Race at the best of times, let alone when i got to read subtitles. Right, my dyslexia kicks in and I feel like I'm doing a fucking geography lesson. <laughs> I can't do it. So I feel bad for the, for the like, girls from other countries where they've got to have subtitles. But if it's, if it's Holland, if it's Thailand, I just can't do it. I know that sounds really awful. Right, so the bit that I love the most in this show is when Blue Hydrangea was like, Mo Hart, do you remember when you were fucking rude to me? And Mo was like... Mo, she she was shook. Yes. Americans have this thing where they are so... 
it comes across bitchy to the British because British are like, RuPaul's like, why should you win? And like people are like, well, I don't know if I should win because, you know, my sisters are all great. And Americans are like, I should win because I am the best. I am here to win. I have slayed the cover. And like Americans just have this totally different attitude. So as soon yeah. as Blue Hydrangea took the fucking feet from underneath her... <laughs> Everyone in Britain was like, yes, you go, Blue. I think Blue has come on this season to play a game. Blue is a Drag Race fan. She's a good queen. And I, I'm expecting Blue to pull some stunts and tricks. I also season. think as well, I feel like she did that. She sat on that for two years and thought, do you know what? I'm going to sit, I'm going to wait on this. This is going to, this is going to, do you know what? She was a cunt and this is going to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get for this. Yeah. Can I just say a side note? I do want to say two years ago when me and you went to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. There's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> but I do think, I do think she played a good game, and I think that is a tiny taster of what we've got to see from Blue Hydrangea. Yeah. It would not uh, shock me to to see Blue make top four. I think she's come to play a game, and I think she's she's spent every last penny. Yeah. Euro, whatever they spend <laughs> yes. over there. Yeah. Dime out of her mammy's <laughs> bank account Nickel. to make this work. And I, I'm, I'm happy for her because she's a fucking good queen. It. And it'll take her from just pr promoting makeup products and hopefully put her on more prime time. Like, I don't know about people in the room, but I'm starting to get sick of seeing the same four drag queens getting the TV opportunities yeah. when there's so many amazing acts. And I mean, there's so many amazing acts also away from Drag Race, which I think is important to say. <laughs> but if you can't beat them, join them. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Now, do you think the right queen went lemon? <sighs> do you think the right queen went? I do and I don't, because like I said before, Lemon has got the fan base. She's got the people behind her already. Like, people love Lemon. Whereas, uh, what's her name? Janie J. <gasps> Somebody said Jimbo was shite. Okay, I loved it. Can we get a spotlight? Can we? I can't see. Can we get a spotlight on this this oh, person no. here? Can we have a look? Jimbo was shite. <laughs> uh, are you? Who would you have liked to see top Jimbo? And I don't mean in a sexual. Lemon. lemon. You like lemon? Doing the oh, same old shit yeah. we've seen from lots of other drag queens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do we want from drag race? We want to see people go, yes, mama. Split. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Can I you agree. do that? As you can hear, the audience are in split minds. For me, I'll be honest, someone had to go home first. Do I think the right person went home first? Probably not. And you know what? You know for a, for a fact somebody's personality can carry them on that show. And Bag of Chips might have come out looking like a fucking piece of dog shit rolled in glitter. <laughs> However... Those producers know she has got more to give. And you know Absolutely. what? It's about making a good TV show. If you really want to see a drag competition, go down to your local club and see a drag competition. Because that... That is the space that you will see the best drag queen win. Drag Race is a reality show. It's a constructed format and it's there for entertainment. And Bagger's probably going to be top four. Let's all be honest. Do you know what I mean? She'll yes. come out next week in a scrubbing brush and a fucking a toilet brush and she'll probably go all the way. And yeah. you know what? I don't, I don't envy her. I don't have any beef with that. It's a TV show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Shall we move on? Yeah, let's do it, baby. Hit it, bitch. The 
So, news story, everybody. Woo! <laughs> this week, Manchester Nightclub Clues 101 has launched an investigation after a member of staff shared a racist meme about Mason Greenwood. <laughs> So, what happened? You saw it, didn't you? We and saw it first, and so, yeah. long story short, I feel really bad. If I'm honest, I do feel bad, because I just want to say from the... Go- I'm going to say it, love. Don't worry. This is what we're here to do. Talk. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay. Imagine shagging her. <laughs> come, come, come! Anyway... Uh, we've seen it first out. My gorgeous fella upstairs, he probably let you in. He's seen that this guy who works who worked at Cruise to be um, fair, like shared a- this racist thing equating black people to a monkey. Okay, he's shouting it from the back. Now, I'll be honest, part of me feels bad because I don't, I never, we're in a tough time. We don't want to see anyone lose the job. We want to see people just doing better. Do you know what I mean? So I don't like the fact that this person's lost the job. Part of me is like, oh, why, why why, did this have to end that way? But also, I do think there is a part of us, me, you, Joe, the gay community, the people sat in front of me, that needs to hold venues to kind of a standard where we are not... We're not letting these people, you know, this person's the first vo- face that you see when you go to that venue. Or and I've was. seen that face a lot. Like, I've, like, like, too much. No, I have. I have. Like, as you enter the club, that is the, that is the person and you I see. Think you lot, don't want to see know, that face when they're putting those memes up. But I also think what, what Twitter did and gay Twitter did, which is what they do the best, is go back through and sift everything with a fine tooth comb like they're in Camelot sifting for gold (laughs) and found some old other tweets that were kind of like ableist and just nasty things. And I think we do need to hold these venues to a standard, but it's not for me or you to feel because yeah. it's the people like my boyfriend, it's the, it's the friends of ours, the people of colour that go to these clubs that don't feel like they are represented, not just represented, listened to. Because yeah. these things never get taken serious. I'm not trying to hold a torch. I'm not trying to speak on behalf of my black friends or my friends of colour. But at the same time, I'm lucky enough to have worked hard enough to have some kind of a platform. So if I just use it for the money, then I'm not using it for the full good. Like, I should at least say the part and use it for the part of giving other people a voice that don't have that platform. So... And you know what? It's been a horrible week and it's not even about me. Like, my own, my own boyfriend had to sit there and try and explain to a fucking 70-year-old man why using the word monkey against a black person and the history behind it is wrong. And that's not right because as a black person, that's his lived life. Again, I'm not speaking for him, but it's not nice when people constantly have to defend themselves. We're lucky as white people that we don't live in that world and we don't navigate those conversations and those f- thoughts and feelings. And I just... It, it drains me because I see the effect personally it has on someone who I love. So it, it drains me to think I'm not going to do a show at somewhere where a large percentage of my audience are going to feel anything other than love, passion, support. They want to go to any venue, any queer venue, let the hair down, have a fucking good time and enjoy themselves. And the truth of the matter is... 
The truth of the matter is, if you are employing racist people, then they can't do that. Never mind seeing the representation on posters, seeing the representation in people and acts that are booked. It's a whole can of worms. But I think what it has highlighted is the seriousness and issue of what queer spaces don't just have to do yeah. in terms of putting a night on and delivering a night, in terms of ensuring people feel seen, heard, and valued via right down to the staff, via the person collecting the glasses, serving you the drink, taking your money on the door, speaking on the microphone and playing your music. If any one of them people are a weak link and they are not in line with your values, then you don't have those values. That said, that said, that said, and I'm not here to puppet Cruise 101. I'm not a Cruise 101 staff member. I'm working there tonight. I'm a freelance artist. I work wherever gives me the coin I ask for. <laughs> Cruise 101, I've taken it seriously. They've made an yeah, they effort have. to do... They want to do um, vocal forum. groups, forums yeah. with people from the community. They want to speak to people that, that have been affected by this and say, what can we do more? Because they've done it before when people called out the fact that there was no representation for people of colour on posters. They've done it before, but I think it goes more than that and it goes deeper than that now. And I think post-Black Lives Matter, there's so many people that are more... And I hate when snowflakes and people use this as a derogatory word, but there are a lot more woke people that aren't willing to take this shit. And it's not about being a spokesperson or trying to look good. It's about doing good for the community and making our safe spaces safe and not just safe for people of colour it's safe for our trans brothers and sisters and it's safe for all of our community from every walk of life and it's it's just if anything it's just upsetting when it don't go that way I don't want someone to lose the job this week I don't want no one to lose the job It's, it's, it's tacky but at the same time People need to be making an example of. People need to know you cannot have these views online and think you can get away with it when you have to stare my friends of colour in the face and take their money because if you're a racist bitch, you going to go down with that shit. The Gossip Gaze. It's the time we've come to, everybody, is the listener's letter. <laughs> So this is your favourite part of the show. I love it. I get tongue-tied when I read things out because I've got a lisp. Um, <laughs> You've not got a lisp. I do have a little bit of a lisp. You've got an individuality. <laughs> Thank you. You'll never make it on the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will now, Neither Chase. will you. <laughs> we'll but see. Y- but yeah, this is your favourite part of the show. So the listeners, like, this is where the listeners write in at Gossip Gaze Pod on all social media. GossipGazePod at gmail.com. I got that right for the very first time. <laughs> Why did that give me Glenn from Big Brother about four? I'm cooking an the egg, egg for, for the, the very, very first time. time. Ahum, ahum. <laughs> we are getting so old. We are, li- we- honestly, we can't pump our face full of Botox anymore. <laughs> We're just going to look like that thing from Doctor Who in a couple of years. What's that thing? <laughs> yeah, some yeah. nerds are shouting it out. Well yeah. done, well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> So, this person wrote in, they were going to be here, but surprise, surprise, they've let us down. That's the two extra seats, Sarah. We didn't give them a refund. We didn't give them a refund. (laughs) Hi, Gossip Gays. Firstly, please keep this anonymous. I was supposed to be coming to the live, but I can't now, so don't mind if you use it for that. I am a bisexual cis woman, and I've recently had my first bi three-way, and I was drunk when it happened. It was me, my gay friend, and this bisexual boy my friend has done stuff with before. Ooh. 
Now, firstly, it was a really good night, and I've never felt more alive. It was exactly what I'd been craving sexually. <laughs> I love this. I love this. This is the line that made this happen tonight. I felt filthy and in control. (laughs) This guy wanted to do anal. Something I've done before, so it was no biggie. Until it was too biggie. (laughs) It's almost like producer Liv had rewritten it for them. But I previously but I previously agreed when we were flirting in the club that we'd do it, so I did. Anyway, that's my girl. <laughs> that's my girl. <laughs> it wasn't until the next day that I was washing the blood off my hat. No, it doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> he had it coming. He had it coming. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, it wasn't until the next day I realised that he had ripped me and the cut. He did what, people sorry? divulge when they're anonymous. Please say that again. He did what, sorry? No problem. He ripped me. Ripped. <laughs> ripped. Says ripped. Ripped the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take the piss. This is serious. No, be serious. It's happened to me. <laughs> Not from Morgan. <laughs> mess let me read it anyway it wasn't until the next day i realized that he had ripped me and the cuts don't seem to be going i've done a little google search and i think i've got a fisher is this the same as what you have danny (laughs) no (laughs) you guys are nasty And do you have any advice on how not to be ripped again? Who oh, no, says ripped by a biggin? <laughs> ripped bums aside, I suppose my real issue here, this isn't even the issue. <laughs> I suppose my real issue here is it was the first time I've done things with my friend who identifies as gay. But he made me feel ways I've never felt. Oh God, here we go. This oh. That's the day. <laughs> Oh no, the poor bitch. I suppose the real issue here is it was the first time I've done things to my friend who identifies as gay. Uh, He made me feel ways I've never felt and since then I feel like things have changed between us. He seems to be less interested in me as a friend and I seem to be thinking about him nonstop. Do you think I should chat to him about how we're both feeling or should I just move on? I'm hoping maybe he's thinking the same and wants to do stuff again. Also, I'm quite like a gay man when it comes to sex things and all my friends take the piss out of me for it because I feel like I don't get attached but here I am feeling like I'm getting attached oh is that the end any advice my fave queens we are gonna do a summary honey thank you bloody hell fucking hell don't tell your granny how to suck eggs darling (laughs) we've been chatting shit for over how long Two years. For over two years. <laughs> so what's the summary? We've got... The summary is we've got, we got a cis woman here who is bisexual. bisexual. She's got a ripped arsehole. <laughs> and Stop now... Stop laughing. She's <laughs> going to hear this. I feel bad. And now she's got feelings for a day mate. Now, do you have feelings for your day mates? Not you. <laughs> the only feelings are disdain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
to be fair, I've never actually. Yes, I remember when I was in uni. Oh God, he's going to listen. I remember when I was in uni, and I did for a brief moment have feelings for my friend Jack, who had moved to uni with. All right, Liv. All right, Liv's like yes. But also then. <laughs> And it just never worked. We were, we did become like it was like Danny and Billy before Danny and Billy was a thing. All right, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there's been plenty more before. <laughs> You're just the one we chat online with. Non quite, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Go Thank with you that. for the man in uh, there. I, the asked, I did slightly, but also I think when I moved from Liverpool to uni, I didn't know that many mm-hmm. other gay people. And I know it sounds awful, but I think it was just like, I don't know anyone else. Any older like, girl. Do I fancy you? Yeah. A little bit. And Should I don't I mean it rude because he's my bait now and he still is my friend. Yeah. Um, so I did have that, do I fancy this person thinking I did, but I yeah. didn't. And I, anyway, I saw Joe <laughs> in the... Um, uni halls reception and my friend Meg who's listening I've mentioned her before she's bisexual she's always really been lesbian but she's bisexual now because she's sitting up <laughs> good for her um, and she was like he's gay you know and it was my Joe and I was like right okay and she went oh he's got the have you got windows and I said oh, I've not windows, got windows what? XP uh, Excel PowerPoint <laughs> Outlook he was dealing it <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Most kids from Olden come and deal cat, not my Joe. <laughs> he came and he was dealing Microsoft Outlook, right? So I got it on my, on my, on my new computer. I didn't, have, I didn't have a Mac back then. I was poor. No, listen. Let me just let me just let me tell you a story, all right? Stop jumping the gun, kids, right? So he came, he installed the Windows. No, listen. <laughs> Listen, if you're cheering now, wait until you hear the snake under my bed. <laughs> he was cheering. No, he was he was installing Windows on me mat on me computer. Anyway, I I kept deleting it. Oh, uh, and you were like, if oh, I deleted delete it. it once, I deleted it five times. You right? were doing the bend and snap, but for computers, uh, honey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I kept deleting it to get him back. Anyway, I right. pulled up the courage only when this one scruff called Nathan. I know he won't listen. He's probably not got the internet. What the? <laughs> There's one scruff called Nathan went, oh, I'm going to ask him out. And I went, no, you're not. <laughs> and he went, yeah, yeah, I'm going to ask him out. I think he's really fit. And I went, well, I think he's really fit. And he went, guess, what do you say? Something like, guess who, see who, who wins then? Game's on, baby. Did I run to that lift? This, he just like, ran to the lift and I was like, do you want to go on a date with me? <laughs> anyway, he said, yes, the rest is history. Shagged him on the first night. He's convinced it was bareback. I knew I used a Johnny. I knew I used a Johnny. Not got a clue what you're saying. You are a little bit drunk. Please don't get too close to the gossip gaze. Um, Joe's recollection's pretty similar, right, Joe? Anyway, so... But, but... That's the tea. I don't know why we've gone way off this letter. But did you rip on that first time is the question. I'm very aware that my boyfriend has got a very serious job as a very high up security. What is it? <laughs> Computer thing. <laughs> and I don't want to divulge, but I will be honest, I could not bottom for about 18 months. Really? Babe, I'd never had more than a finger. A chocolate finger that I'd. <laughs> So yes, I have ripped and it, I have had fishes. No, this is not what I've got now. What I've got now is a perianal abscess. 
that has caused a fistula. <laughs> but not Which a fissure. is a channel of disgustingness in my ass. If anyone wants to see, I will be in it. <laughs> anyway, I have ripped. I think what you need to do is you really need to ease in. Do you know what I mean? You need to have a bit of yeah. foreplay. Yeah. Make sure you do. Make you sure also you really need to want it. If you don't want it, you're not going to have it. Your mum is at the back of this room. <laughs> mum, close your ears. You need to really fucking want it. <laughs> if you don't find the person attractive, you don't have a bit of foreplay, that's not going to bloom for nobody. Is it? It's not, though. Being comfortable is the key, right? <laughs> There's a lot of men in the room and some women. She is like, yeah, you've got to want it. You've got to want it. You've got to yeah. be comfortable. But obviously this girl weren't comfortable in the moment because she's no. She tensed. She squeezed everything and all that. Don't do it. Like that. That's what she did. I've done that though. I've done it my first ever. Sorry, mum. My first. I'm always on the swing of <laughs> My sister's on the swing of This is nothing. Um, yeah, my second time, I would say, somebody picked me up in the car. They had a baby seat in the back. I walked into the house. Were you sat in the baby seat? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Tommy, where are we going? <laughs> um, I walked into the house and they had, like, the photos of them and the wife on the wall and I thought, I can't do this, I can't do this. I did it. But, Hang on, but he didn't hurt you. No, I didn't want it because I was a bit like, oh my God. And then the wife called in between. He answered it and he's like, oh yeah, babe, I'm just working. And I was sat there and I didn't really want it. But then when I went home, there was lots of blood and I thought, I've got a fissure. I can't tell my mum, she's going to know I've been bumming. <laughs> so, so, so then I just had to live with this fissure for about two and a half years. It was two really... and a half years. How put... big was the dick? Have you got his lumbar? It was tiny as well. Okay, jokes aside, because this person's written in for genuine advice. Get me wrong, I feel a lot of people who have vaginas don't necessarily use lube a lot when it comes to other areas on the body. Yes. I don't know from experience, because the one time I tried to lick a vagina, I had to pretend that I'd had a bad curry. <laughs> Melanie, if you're listening, I do still like you. You are my friends. <laughs> and all those things I said back then, I meant. <laughs> She needs to put pseudocreme on the arse from the audience. That's <laughs> the panther. The panther from you. Helena from Gogglebox. <laughs> any other any other celebs in that want to give us any advice there? Okay, we've got Anasol. Anasol. No, I was had to walk. No pack. That's butter. <laughs> I was had to walk into Boots, Boots, and be like, "Have you got any of this?" And what I showed them was a picture of Anasol. I, I was too scared to say it. I didn't want to say the word Anasol. Anasol. I've Anasol. never used it, but Joe, it's Joe's best friend. I know, Joe. Yeah, listen. Listen, there's a, there's a procedure you need to do if you do an anal anyway. You need to look after it. I think the um, pseudocreme is numbing and also antibacterial. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I'm no doctor. Pop it up, darling. Pop it up. Why? Darling, I popped a cream egg up there and I'm still living. <laughs> But I think we need to move on genuinely to the, the seriousness of this letter, Go which on. is this person has done something sexual with her friend and now she's getting the feels. Yes. Okay? She's saying she's bi, cis, and this is her gay friend who's had a gay, like a bisexual freeway. Let it go. Let it go. I do, a lot of the audience <coughs> are saying, let it go. Let it go. Don't hold it back anymore. Have you had feelings for a friend before? I'm, I'm not asking for me. <laughs> 
Are you sure I've you answered don't... this? Are you okay? <laughs> no, but... Do you want another tequila, love? I'm not going to bum you. <laughs> That. But to also, fair, I just don't fine. think there's. I don't think there's any good way out of it because you've got to think. What is my angle? Do, am I going to have a relationship with this person? Probably not. No. I don't know. I don't. I don't know their relationship. What do the audience think? Should she leave this? Leave it. It's done. What is done is done. Or should she say, "Yo, let's chat." Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Anyone thinks she should chat? No. Anyone thinks she should chat? I want to know what your opinion is. You think she should chat? Stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. So you're saying if it goes wrong, you can just move on and cry about it. But I think this person's already in her head. Do she want to push herself over the edge more? What's the end goal? No. Thank you for your input, though. Thank you for your input. Fuck someone else. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> That's Sonia from EastEnders there, I think, in the corner. <laughs> She's had her... People are saying, you've had your fantasy. You, Move you've on. You've had your cake. Don't eat it again. Whatever that's that saying, not a saying is. Darling. Whatever it is. That's just what you tell yourself. That's what I tell me. <laughs> Listen, I think... Hang on. One more. One more. One more from the audience. Go and... So we've got... We've got... Go and speak to him and try and sort it out. I think it would be good to speak to him, but I also think don't have the end goal of... We're gonna do it again. He's gonna <laughs> love me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love me. Yeah. Love me. I'm not gonna go for the high note. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think this person could chat. I think you've got to be realistic with what you want. And also, if you try and make this a romantic thing, there's no really going back from that. You've already crossed the line, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you either need to think, am I happy with where the line is at? Because if I push this, I could take this over the edge and ruin what we've got now. What you've got now is already hanging on the cliff because you've just sucked the cock. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and that is a true fact. She also did say, he's not acting the way he was with me before. Right. So, so I, that says to yeah, me, he's summer. like, I need to let her know that this is a one-time thing. Yes. You know, body language and the way people act towards you says a lot. <laughs> Agreed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The Gossip Gaze. OMG, guys. We're at the end of our live show. But listen, before we go, we want to know if there's anybody in the room that wants to win our first ever. <laughs> Get it out, DJ Billy Andrew. DJ, DJ, DJ. Do you want our first ever merch bundle? Tote bag. What is in the bag? DJ Billy Andrew, model it for us. I will read it out. Oh, you want the cup? We've got a mug. Woo! A Gossip Gaze mug with pictures of me and Billy on and our logo. Just in case anybody in the office doesn't know you're a homosexual, bisexual, transgender or faggotry friend. We've also got an exclusive t-shirt. We didn't iron it, I'm very sorry. In an inclusive size of XL, so if you're up to an XL, possibly double if you like the stretch, then you could enter. If it doesn't fit, we will get you a duff, another one. That's nice. Give that to Holly to go to nursery in or something. What else is in there? What else is in there? This is nice. And you also just get the bag that it comes in. Oh, the tote bag. This is a merch bundle worth 
At least 15 pounds, everybody. <laughs> Hang on, you've not won it yet. Hands off the fucking merch, girl. <laughs> Come on, let's get. I'm picking you only because you've already got my merch on, which you can buy on uh, Danny Beard's link tree. I am Danny Beard. Why am I talking about myself in the third person? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not dead. Come on up. Come on up. It's nice to meet me. Have you ever met a genuine celebrity before? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Thank you for wearing this. Get in the middle. Get in the middle. Don't stand close to me. Stand close to Billy because you'll make me look fat with that size waist. Thank you. We're going to play. Do you both know Spice Girls? Oh, yeah. Space Ghetto. <laughs> this woman smells of cheap drugs. She's my best friend. Can I get some Spice Girls? We're going to do a lip sync. Whoever's the best, the audience are going to decide they are going to take home this merch bundle. Okay, let's go. I'm going to move. You're too close. Thank you very much, everybody! Yeah! The Gossip Gaze. Thousands of people listen to The Gossip Gaze every week. And we can help deliver your brand message to a targeted audience. So if you want to be part of The Gossip Gaze and connect with engaged audio listeners, get in touch. Just email sales at audioalways.com and find out more about how podcast advertising and sponsorship could work for you. That's sales at audioalways.com.